0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the DVC Show. I am Paul, and this is my lovely wife, Amy. And uh, we are coming to you from a little bit of a change of scenery today from our house uh, between the hurricane, the holidays, traveling, all kinds of fun stuff. It's been hit or miss getting everyone in the studio at the same time, and we didn't want to leave you hanging with another week of no DVC show. And uh, there's been a lot of news. So we decided to, uh, you know, for our first show this batch, uh, talk about all of the news and exciting events that have been going on in the world of uh, Disney Vacation Club currently. Uh, But before we get to that, uh, please, as always, show some love to our sponsors over at the World of DVC, Uh, DVC Resale Market, if you're looking to buy or sell a Disney Vacation Club contract, Monera Financial, who will help you actually purchase that contract if you're looking to buy, and then also DVC Rental Store, where you can try before you buy rent your points, rent out your points. All of those companies make up the world of DVC and we would love you to sort of pay them some support um, because they are our sponsors here. So um, let's dive right into it. I feel like there's been a lot of news over the past uh, few weeks.
1: Yeah, we've we've had a lot. I think we've missed um, talking about it. So Yeah. Here we are. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So first up, um, of course is 2023 annual dues, uh, recently dropped a few weeks ago and nothing, I think earth shattering, uh, or surprising with annual dues, but I think it's always just an opportunity to revisit, you know, what are annual dues? Uh, what are they, what are they for? And, uh, how do we pay them, uh, at the beginning of the year? So, um, (laughs)
1: <laughs> Do you want me to say that? So so annual dues are basically the, the maintenance fees that you're paying for your condo association. And they include things like transportation, um, housekeeping, Things like maintaining, you know, the the building or, you know, our share of the building and parking lot and facilities like that. Um, There are some really interesting things also on the annual dues. So we're Animal (laughs) Kingdom owners. And one of the things that I kind of like seeing is that animal programs is something that we we pay the dues for. So I like to think that we're feeding the giraffes, but
0: you know. <laughs> I, I, yeah. And I always think also it's interesting to look at the differences between resorts. Uh, so a resort like uh, Saratoga or Old Key mm-hmm. West that sees itself having a lot of, um, transportation costs because the only method to get anywhere at those resorts are buses. And so um, those transportation costs at those resorts are a lot higher than, let's say, Riviera that has mm-hmm. the benefit of the Skyliner and, and things like that. So
1: Yeah. And DVC members do, you know, the Riviera owners do pay a portion of the Skyliner maintenance but it's not n- anywhere near as close to what the bill is for the buses running throughout Oki West and Saratoga uh, so so those are always interesting to look at you can actually look at each line item if you're if you really want to want to get into it <laughs> want to nerd out yeah and you can just really see you know what are you paying for each resort um, but with that said You pay your annual dues. There are a couple of different options. They're due in January. I think it's the 15th.
0: January 15th is the official due date for annual dues. And then there's this gray area from January 15th to February 15th, in which nothing bad really happens if you haven't paid them, but they're deemed past due in that period. So February 15th, though, that always is sort of the hard and fast deadline. If you don't have them paid by... The first of March, um, they're going to start doing some things to your account and locking you down a little bit. Um, so,
1: yeah, and so you can either pay those all at once as a lump sum at the beginning of the year. That's what we like doing because we go and we get discounted gift cards from you know like Target, Sam's Club. Uh, there's some other places that that are our, our members like to get discounted gift cards for. And your other option is that you can spread it spread it out over the period of. You know the whole year, so they basically take what you owe for annual dues and they divide it into twelve months. And there's no interest if you choose to pay it monthly, uh, but you get to pay it every month. If you choose to do that, you do have to have it set up on auto pay, and it has to come from a checking account. Um, there, there are some some tricks to that that we'll talk about some other day. But, but that's your option. If you're choosing the monthly payment, you have to choose to do it by a certain date. I'm not really sure what that date is cuz we don't we don't usually do it that way but all that information is in your member account when dues are um when dues are due and ready
0: When dues are due <laughs> So, um, you know, diving into the 2023 annual dues, I don't think that anything was really earth shattering or surprising here. Um, I think most members were going into it bracing themselves for maybe some higher annual dues just because of the inflation costs that we've seen throughout the country over the past year, um, as well as increased costs related to transportation, increased costs related to, um, you know, salaries and uh, and stuff like that for Housekeeping services, um, all of that kind of stuff, the staff that essentially maintain the resort, the front desk staff, all Mm -hmm. of that kind of stuff. All of those things, as they do increase, are going to be passed along to you as the member. Um, So, Honestly, at the end of the day, it was below what most people really thought about. Um, you know, there were some shockers uh, that sort of came out there. Uh, the two highest increases on the year uh, were Beach Club Villas at eight point three five percent and Vero Beach Resort at seven point six five percent. Vero Beach doesn't surprise me. You know, they've got to deal with you know the coast and the weathering conditions over there. Um, honestly, with what has gone on uh, the past couple. Months Mm -hmm. Here in Florida, Um, I would be worried about Vero Beach heading into next year, maybe. Um, And uh, so, you know, our thoughts are with with the Vero Beach owners uh, and their annual dues, because uh, it doesn't sound like they had much damage. But again, those things are going to be passed along in the dues eventually. Uh, beach Club, kind of surprising.
1: Well, so Beach Club only went up by 1.33% last year. And I think that, I think they had to make up for that. I don't know. It just, it seemed very low, you know, compared to some of the other resorts. Boardwalk right across, you know, from Beach Club went up by 343 last year. And so I, I can kind of see maybe where that, higher increase for Beach Club was justified. Another one, though, that also kind of sticks out for me is Grand Cal. Uh, last year, Grand Cal went up by 7%, and it was the only one, I think, or one of the only ones that was up that high. And then this year, again, it went up by more than 7%. And so, two years in a row of, of pretty high increases for Grand Cal. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure. I hope. I hope it's because they're getting ready to do a refurbishment. Um, it's definitely overdue over there, but. Yeah.
0: I have to wonder if that's the case with a lot of these resorts. Um, You know, a lot of resorts right now, if we look at like the traditional refurbishment schedule, I think these resorts are taking a beating a lot quicker than that schedule. And so that's going to advance these timelines. And part of the dues is a reserves fund that they set aside for these annual uh, refurbishments. And, you know, places like uh, Polynesian saw its refurbishment a lot earlier than planned. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Grand
1: Floridian, Polynesian, both sooner. Beach Club is overdue, so that could be also part of why Beach Club went up so much.
0: Yeah, and Boulder Ridge owners, you guys are... It's finally happening. Mm -hmm. It is happening. You know, we we have seen evidence that they are demoing the rooms. Uh, Someone in DVC fan posted a picture of a mattress going in the other day. (laughs) I Uh, saw that. Yeah, right? Uh, And so... Things are happening at Boulder Ridge and and those refurbishments are happening. And in the recent recent, uh, magazine, the Disney Files magazine that members do receive, there was a nice um, editorial all about the refurbishment that's coming to Boulder Ridge. So we're excited to see that finished product. Um, Hopefully by early next year, we'll start to see some of those rooms come online Mm -hmm. and uh, we will be trying to get in them so that we can show you them as soon as possible. Um, But... Uh, other than that, um, the other uh, you know the on the low side of increases, uh, Riviera owners, you came away with the win yet again. 1.44 percent increase. Um, it, it it does show a trend. I think with these newer resorts, Disney's getting a little bit better with estimating those. Dues. Yeah,
1: they they start them out pretty high. You know, what I mean it's like Riviera dues when they came on to begin with were some of the highest. Uh, the other thing is, and I could be wrong, but DVC still owns, you know, a good portion of of new resorts and so I think that they can keep their own annual dues a little bit lower if they don't increase them, you know, so high.
0: Conspiracy much? <laughs> no. Um, Yeah, so um, Riviera owners, you know, they were very happy with that. Uh, Also on the low end of increases this year, Copper Creek 4.19% and Boulder Ridge at 4.47%. You know, Boulder Ridge, slightly surprising being that they're actively working there, but I think they've... (laughs) <laughs> I, they've, they've caught up on those reserves. Yeah. You're, you're like four years behind on this refurbishment at this point. So, uh, you know, show them a little bit of love there in that, in that department. But again, you know, nothing surprising, uh, I think, uh, overly when it comes to annual dues this year. Um, again, those annual dues will be due um, by January 15th. Um, the dues will actually be voted on at the upcoming Condo Association meeting. So again, these dues right now are just estimates but the condo association meeting—we've covered it before. It's kind of just a dog and pony show. Um, you know, you, you you sit there, you listen to some older members uh, complain about things. You listen to DVC management, not really care. Yeah, uh, and I—I
1: I don't think I've ever seen the annual dues change from the projections. No,
0: yeah, it's so yeah. I, I've never really seen any difference. There's nothing. There, the we, we thing, don't have any power in yeah. that meeting. Well, so. and the only
1: thing that I would wonder is if Vero Beach, since they did just uh, have a hurricane. You know, projections came out. Then there was a hurricane. I don't know if that will, if they'll make any changes there. Hopefully, not.
0: But Yeah, we've not heard of any substantial damage there, but um, that Condo Association meeting is coming up here. I believe it is on December 8th, so Thursday, December 8th. It's held at the Contemporary Resort. You can actually register to attend the annual meeting online on your member dashboard uh, on the Disney Vacation Club website. Um, We unfortunately have a prior commitment, so we won't be able to be there this year, Um, but uh, John Sicari, Big Fat Panda, is going to be there for us. Get us all the uh, juicy details that come out of that and uh, so we're excited to uh, share that with you after the meeting occurs but shouldn't expect any changes there annual dues will be due January 15th they'll be past due February fifteenth. What happens between then? I don't know. But uh, um, that's the story on annual dues. But uh, not not the only big news that really came out of uh, the past month or so. Um, we started getting some rumors and some rumblings um, several weeks ago about a potential price increase that was coming to Disney Vacation Club direct sales and. Uh, caught us off radar. Normally these things sort of happen around the first of the year, Mm -hmm. but this time it's coming at the end of the year. Um, And so we were able to confirm through multiple sources that on Sunday, December 4th, we are going to see basically the price for most, if not all Disney Vacation Club properties go up by about $10 per point. Um, And that's a significant increase. Um, And uh, you just have to wonder, what are the driving factors here? What do you think are are the motivators for them raising prices at this point?
1: You know, I'm actually really surprised, especially when you look at resale pricing Mm -hmm. right now. So resale pricing went up, you know, after the pandemic, there was this this buying frenzy, you know, basically. And since then, and since some of the uncertainty in the economy and stuff, we've seen some of those prices come down a little bit more. So I'm actually uh, surprised to see such a pretty decent increase on direct pricing i don't know if maybe they're they're raising it up uh, to kind of get get the pricing that they want for the new resorts that are about to come online so we have disneyland tower and you know hopefully after that the polynesian tower and so maybe you know getting getting pricing up in preparation for that i'm not really sure but
0: yeah yeah it's it's hard to sort of uh read the tea leaves and see what they're thinking here but you know, just some of these prices, uh, you know, and again, we're talking about both current selling prices and also sold out pricing. So resorts that are not maybe an active resort that have incentives on top of them, you know, Disney Vacation Club is still selling those and they're increasing those prices um, as well. You know, the eye-catching number, Grand Californian going up to $320 per point. Okay.
1: Well, that one might need to have happened because- you know, for those of you that have ever tried to buy a Grand Cal direct within the last you know I don't know how many months, it's been a while. They have closed that wait list and they yep. do not they basically just don't sell it direct anymore and the reason is is because resale prices are so high or have been so high for Grand Californian that the margin's not there, you know, for them to rofer it, um, you know, exercise their right of first refusal and then, you know, pay the closing costs, pay, pay whatever they need to pay to then flip it and resell it. There's just, there just isn't a margin there. And I've been wondering for a while, you know, why don't they raise that price? So the margin is there so that they can sell those, you know, direct contracts to those that want them. Um, but you know, it is what it is. We bought it on the resale market and, you know, Happy, happy to not pay. What is it now? I can't even three, see because my glasses three ten, are Three hundred and ten, I believe, right now. Yeah, three hundred and ten, yeah. and it's getting ready to go up to three hundred and twenty. To three hundred and twenty. So, yeah, that's that's really expensive, and I I wonder what will happen to Grand Cal sales once the Disneyland Tower. Goes online.
0: Yeah, you have to expect, I, I still think it'll be the premium property out there because of the exclusivity that there is. It is a very small resort, very small number of rooms. So that, I think that allure of the Grand Cal property is going to stay there. But pricing wise, I mean, we're going to be sitting here with this increase. We're going to be having Alani, Grand Floridian and Riviera sitting at 217 Per point, that's before incentives. So obviously, incentives um, that happen quarterly; those are going to knock those numbers down a little bit. But it's pushing that price probably closer to that two twenty five, two thirty range, where mm. we've sort of been saying for a while we think that's probably what they're trying to get to when the uh, when the Disneyland Tower goes on sale, and then we also have, like you said, Polly uh, not too far behind that. But you know, two. 230, heck, 250 still sounds a lot better than 320 uh, when it comes to that price out there
1: and resale prices for grand cal have been dropping a little bit lately yeah so we I'm just we
0: bought in at the peak of the
1: market <laughs> we bought in at the worst <laughs> time but in in our defense i have not seen you know contracts that small yeah. really um except for one that was i could kick myself don't, don't talk about that anyway so yeah so I, i'm very surprised but at the same time you know for grand Californian, i get that because they need more margin there if they want to start selling those direct again. The rest of them, they're they are they're getting up there. Yeah. Uh, Animal Kingdom, what's Animal Kingdom going up to?
0: Animal Kingdom is going to hit two hundred and ten. Yeah, um, so you know it's it's yeah. up there. It and, was uh, one
1: one seventy nine when we bought our direct contract there. So yeah, it's just.
0: Yeah, so those prices keep increasing, and again, just to review, you know, those prices are expected to take effect December fourth. No official confirmation from Disney Vacation Club yet, but like I said, we've heard from enough sources that we believe this is some pretty factual data um, that we've that, that we have currently. Um, so December fourth. So if you're thinking about that. You know, holiday contract. If you've been thinking about Disney Vacation Club for a while, two big takeaways here are that if you're looking to buy direct, um, now is the time to do that because those prices are going to creep up on December 4th. And even, I think, with any holiday incentives that they put out, Mm -hmm. it's still not going to be what it was before then. Uh, And then also, I think the same needs to be said for resale prices. You know, uh, resale also always basically follows the trend of direct. It's a couple months behind normally, but I think. Those resale prices will creep up eventually as well as that market shifts upward, and so you know something to keep an eye on. You're going to have a good opportunity right mm-hmm. now to basically get a contract at a lower price and then almost immediately get some equity for it.
1: Yeah. Um, when do the current incentives end? Do you know? Um,
0: so they're slightly before December fourth. I think they're they're near the end of November yeah. here. So there's okay. going to be a little bit of a gap there in that period of time that I don't know if they're going to offer incentives um, or roll out the roll out the holiday incentives. Uh, the thing we've seen them do before as well has been sort of that extra incentive deal about for like a, a week to two weeks before just the normal incentive package rolls out. Mm-hmm. So I can see them saying, hey, act now before prices go up, offering sort of a really nice incentive for the holiday period. Yeah. Hey everybody, Future Paul here, and just wanted to jump in real quick and say this whole section with incentives seems a little silly now because Disney Vacation Club did just release their 2022 holiday incentives for direct purchases. And so I wanted to go through them real quick, sort of pinpoint some of those key dates and indicators that you need to know. The other thing that they did confirm for us is that price increase that we discussed in that show, where some of these direct selling properties are going to be increasing up to $270. Per point. So Riviera, Grand Floridian, Alani, those current active selling properties are going to hit $217 per point on December 4th, which makes these incentives good, but good for a very small period of time. So these holiday incentives are live now, and they're going to be running through January 18th, 2023. And again, the key indicator here is December 4th is when the direct prices on these resorts go up. So no matter how fabulous these incentives are today, they are going to be going away very quickly. So you're going to need to make that decision as to whether or not you want to make that add-on purchase or make that first-time Disney Vacation Club purchase very quickly. Within the next two weeks, um, I think the the, the um, amazing things here are the Grand Floridian incentives. If you are looking for a Walt Disney World property, um, you know, these are taking down, uh, I put it down lower in the article here, and you can see all of the incentives over on DVCFan.com in this article. But if you are a new member looking to add on, say, 300 points, these incentives up until that price increase are taking that direct price per point down to $188 per point. And it's even more lucrative for, for current members looking to add on, if you're looking to add on that 300 point threshold with Grand Floridian, that takes it down to 186 per point. So uh, incredibly, incredibly uh, amazing offer that they are doing right now with Grand Floridian. And the same can be said with Alani, even more so uh, in terms of the price per point here, we've got you know the, the the price on a 300 point contract. If you are a new member at Alani, you're gonna save $41 per point on that membership, and that takes that price down to. 166 per point. So uh, still just some crazy numbers we're talking about here when it comes to purchasing direct. Now the oddball out in this whole situation is Riviera Resort. Both Riviera for both add-on purchases and new member purchases actually increased from the late fall incentives, which sort of makes you think that they're kind of playing the long game with Riviera almost like they have with, Alani for a period of time. They're pushing the property, uh, you know, Alani, they really want that to sell out. It's still actively selling. I still think it's got like 30 to 40% of its resort that still needs to sell. Um, And Grand Floridian, you know, that's a, that's a, Good one for them because it does have that uh lower expiration date. So, you know, it's not that Riviera is still the longest property that you could buy. It's it's the it's the most new, so it has the longest contract associated with it. Um Grand Floridian got rolled into uh Grand Floridian's older condo association, so you're not gonna have that contract as long. So I think that might be one of the major driving factors with why they're sort of saying, hey, let's get this sold, let's sell this out. Also, because you've got the Polynesian coming uh, very quickly on its tails and by all accounts, you know, Disney's not been buying back Polynesian contracts for a period of time now. So we would at this point, my gut is telling me that the new tower is probably going to be part of the existing association over there. And if that is the case, it's going to be the same scenario with Polynesian as it is with Grand Floridian. So they're going to want to sort of try to get through and sell that quicker because technically speaking they're probably going to make more money uh, on those sales as compared to just selling uh, Riviera which they know has that longer contract expiration date so very interesting stuff here with these uh these 2022 holiday incentives again the full incentive package will run through January 18th. But the key period of time here, those price increases have been confirmed and those prices are going up on December 4th. So you essentially have between now and December 4th to make that decision and snag up some amazing deals on direct contracts. That's it for here. We'll send it back to, I guess, past Paul and Amy. See you later. Yeah. So prices are going up and, uh, that's not the only thing going up. Disney is wanting some more money right now. And so actually just earlier this week, we heard that, um, Disney is rolling out some ticket pricing increases along with a whole new ticket option, uh, as well. So, um, effective here. Um, I think it's coming, you know, rather, rather soon in terms of the, uh, the, the rollout of these new ticket options, but there's going to be a new single day ticket option, uh, at Walt Disney world, uh, for guests looking just for a single day ticket to a theme park. Um, and with that single day ticket option, it's going to have a built in park pass with it. Um, so I think that's kind of a little bit different. That's going to, start to take the stress away of happening to align your park pass with your park ticket.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but along with those ticket increases, we're also seeing increases to all of your multi-day tickets, your park hopper tickets, and annual passes across the board as well. And I think that for the most part, this just raises the million dollar question of what does it mean for Disney Vacation Club members? And uh, everyone? sort of saying, what about us? Where's our annual passes?
1: Yeah. I mean, you and I have two different thoughts. I guess I was being more hopeful (laughs) that annual passes will be coming back soon. We have annual passes, but we have friends, you know, and, and there's a lot of people in the group that unfortunately missed out. And a lot of people who've, who've moved to Orlando recently that are missing out on those. So I was hoping next year, you know, sometime, uh, maybe we'll see a decrease in the in the demand for the parks because the demand is still really high right now. And the parks are very crowded. Uh, we just we were just at Epcot on Saturday with my mom. And I just cannot believe, you know, and it wasn't Epcot used to be empty you know, midday and and fill up later in the in the day. And it was just, you know, from the time we got there in the morning until the time we left in the evening, the lines at the World Showcase, you know, any kind of food item, even not just the the food and wine booths, but any small cart and kiosk, the lines it. were very long.
0: I got in line for, um, I wanted to grab a beer back at uh, Regal Eagle, and I got in line for their little bar area, and the line was just absolutely bonkers. Um, and so I actually got mm. on the My Disney Experience app real quick went to uh, mobile order. Um, the, the return window was right now. So I just ordered my beer there, walked up to the window, grabbed the beer and left. So uh, <laughs> yeah. there's a little trick if, if, the, if you get to Epcot and the lines are bonkers. Yeah, but, yeah.
1: well, it works for some of them. But yeah. But anyway, the demand is is there and the demand is very high. And the other thing is with these new tickets is, is the single day ones are going to be price specific to the the park. Yep. And that's not anything new back before COVID. I remember that Magic Kingdom uh single day tickets were always priced a little higher than the other three. But these are now all four kind of a little bit a little bit different. Magic Kingdom being the most expensive, you know, and I think it's it's a goal to kind of draw people towards, you know, the other parks at different times. But but yeah, I unfortunately until the demand in the parks dies down, um I don't I don't know that we'll see the annual passes coming back. We, you know, we've heard that it's going to be, you know, it's like a contingency plan for Disney for when, you know, if if there's more economic downturn, but I yeah.
0: A lot of people have been asking the question and we've been seeing the the, the posts in the group a lot. Uh, you know, Disney did come out with their Q4 numbers and uh, their yearly numbers uh, for 2022. And those numbers, they definitely hit some marks. Um, and so there's been announcements about cuts coming to Disney, all of that kind of stuff. And people sort of go, what does that mean for the parks? But does that mean that annual passes are coming back? And like you said, we we have a little bit of a differencing of opinion there. um I'm not trying to be bleak in my <laughs> in my outlook here, but when you when you dive into the numbers a little bit further, you know parks and resorts are still doing very well. they're still performing as expected um they've trimmed a lot of fat from that over the past few years, and I think they're producing what they want in terms of that so I'm not I'm not going to sit here and expect that there's going to be massive changes to what they're doing in the parks because that's the area of the business that they're actually being successful. Where I do think we will see a lot of changes is uh at the studios level and especially with Disney Plus, you know, those are the two areas where there definitely needs to be some changes um to get sort of their balance sheet back in order and back to normal. So, I would love to sit here and say yes, we're going to get, you know, um, those annual passes back right away, but, uh, I just, I don't see it happening. And I actually posed the question the other day, uh, in DVC fan. So I basically said with the new ticket pricing news, uh, that just came out, what do you think, um, you know, the annual pass, uh, situation is going to look like, um, 70% basically said, uh, no annual pass sales are going to resume, uh, anytime soon. Um, 27%, um, more optimistic, like yourself. They're saying that annual pass sales are going to uh, resume soon. And uh, I threw this out there just because I was curious to see if anyone thought maybe just Disney Vacation Club members, they might throw us a bone. Uh, and 3% of you think that... Uh, <laughs> a lot of
1: hope there. A lot, a
0: lot of hope that just DVC members I
1: are- don't think soon, but I, I think 2023. Maybe towards the middle end that they might come back. But But, you know, I've been very wrong before, so... <laughs>
0: We're we're all wrong all the time. It's just (laughs) random speculation. We have no inside scoop. I did have one person randomly message me and say, annual passes are returning. I don't even know this person. so (laughs) That's happened
1: happened before, though. Yes. They haven't come back. Yeah.
0: So um, not quite sure there. But another just big piece of news that I think affects Disney Vacation Club members that we definitely wanted to throw into the show. Um, Last but not least, I think we just wanted to hearken on, um, you know, if I go back a year and probably watch some of the shows that we did back then, I was very critical of especially when it comes to a direct purchase and you know member benefits that there wasn't a lot of value there there was no member benefits out there that were cool, exciting, that we're returning to the parks. You know, that was before Moonlight Magic even was announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were still waiting for that announcement. Now, the big one at the end of the day is still annual pass sales, and that is still significant. If you actually crunch the numbers, that is probably the one that actually makes the most sense. Um, but- we have seen a huge increase in some of these sort of membership extras member benefits for those people that do buy that minimum buy-in for direct and have access to that or have been grandfathered into that access but um, what are some that have sort of stuck out to you and we've we've done a couple of yeah, these, so. so
1: so they've recently had some you know kind of random little DVC only events pop up. Um, I will say that you know, I'm glad to see these things happening, but unfortunately, they are the, the last, you know, three that that I can think of that I'm gonna mention have been very last minute.
0: Yeah. And
1: and in order to qualify, you know, not only do you have to be a, a direct member with the DVCY designation status on your uh My Disney experience, but you also had to have been staying on your points already. So that rolls out local DVC members that you know that don't have a room yeah. um for for that day nobody but has sympathy for us so. yeah no <laughs> but but some of the some of the ones that have come up uh we did go to the meet and treat it was a, a Halloween themed event it was basically uh it was at the Atlantic Dance Hall they had it um in a handful of days available mm-hmm. a, a couple of different um was it Fridays and Saturdays a few Fridays and Saturdays no clue Anyway, um, we did go, I think it was on a Friday, and basically it was like a walkthrough where you you went in and they had uh, different character stations. I think they had three different character stations and an additional photo shoot that was like a DVC-based photo shoot where they would take your picture for you using your phone. Um, there were not pass photographers there, which I, I thought was fine because not everyone pays for photo pass, you yeah. know, every time that they go or not everyone has an annual pass that has it. Yeah. Um, so they, they took your photo. I think we got to see, you know, like Goofy in his Halloween costume, uh, Oogie Boogie, which he he creeps me out a little bit. He's like <laughs> made out of bugs, I'm pretty sure. He's a
0: bag of bugs. He's a bag of
1: bugs. And so I just, you know, I was like, okay, it's a fun photo opportunity, but yeah. I don't know. He's not my favorite, but uh, he's rare. He's, you know, you would wait in line yeah at the halloween party you would use a big portion of yeah. your party time if you wanted that photo with him so that was kind of cool and then uh they also had one that was swapped out so at first it was i think the snow white uh was it when snow white evil queen mm-hmm. but it was her like when she was dressed like as an old old lady
0: weird mask <laughs> and creepy and i that, don't yeah. I, I don't know that i would... She creeped me out more than Bag of Bugs guy. <laughs> that um, that
1: mask on that one didn't look didn't look that that well. I don't no. know what it was. But before we got to her, they switched her out for the the, the Evil Queen, the Evil Queen, the younger version, and 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 so we like that picture. Um, and then when you got through all the characters, they gave you. Um, some like a popcorn bucket it was the same one they were giving out at moonlight magic and they must have had a lot of extra and then this like light up bracelet it wasn't anything like to write home about but the event was nice it was free it was for members so if you were staying there it was it was cool um the other ones that they've had they did a a special phantasmic for dvc members only that was announced
0: Um, the morning of yeah
1: that was very last minute um so if you already had plans in place even if you were there and you met all the qualifications of Having, you know, a room on points that night, um, it still might have been difficult. I imagine it was a very slim crowd at that show. And I'm really jealous that we couldn't have been there because, you know, we love Fantasmic. We did get to see it already since it's come back, but I would have loved to have seen it with that small of of a crowd.
0: One of my, like, one of our best memories of seeing Fantasmic was at Moonlight Magic. When they, when they had the special yeah. showing for DVC members. Mm-hmm. And again, it was like this smaller, intimate crowd. So Yeah, was I hope made.
1: that they do that in future fanta- uh, future fantastic or future Magic. Magics. Uh, they did a Jody Benson event. It was very recent. It was at uh, Chef Artsmith's Homecoming restaurant, mm-hmm. Disney Springs. Now, that was not free. You had to pre-register. It was around $150 a person. It was like $147 in some change plus taxes. And what you got for that was a buffet meal... Um, You got a signed copy of the book and I, I I'm assuming you got to meet her because yeah. the pictures I saw that people were posing with her. So, so yeah. And, and she like talked a little bit, I don't know if she's saying, um, but that was a paid event that you had access to if you were a member. Um, those are cool, but I don't really like, I don't know. I don't, I don't look at those as great benefits. Like, Hey, you get to pay for this if you want to. I don't know. I if if you really like Jody Benson, though, I'm sure it was great. We've gotten to see her because she was on the podcast cruise. So, mm-hmm. and and those of you that were on the podcast crew, cruise, they did ship those books out very recently. So hopefully, they're coming soon. Um, and obviously, Moonlight Magic. Um, that's probably the biggest.
0: That's been the biggest that has happened over this past year. And you know, we're sitting here um, coming up on the end of November, right around the end of November, early December. That's kind of the time period that we're always on the lookout for the next round of dates. So. Hoping to hear, um, you know, news about 2023 Moonlight Magic. They might tie that into, you know, the announcements that come with the condo association meeting that are coming up. Um, that's highly possible. We actually, that was our expectation going into last year's condo association yeah, meeting, and it was like it. there was crickets. not a word. It, it was, was crickets. crickets. Um, and yeah, like, I,
1: like, I just hope that they they give members enough time who want to go to book the rooms that they have to yeah. have. Um, that's the only thing that I ask. So in the past uh, magic kingdom moonlight magic was always like january february we didn't get a magic kingdom one this year because that announcement wasn't made until you know late until closer to march and so hopefully hopefully we hear soon because as you guys know availability you know is can be challenging and so if we're going to have these events you know, starting early next year, hopefully we can we can find out and then those of us that want to go can can book rooms and make that a possibility.
0: And I hope we continue to see these smaller events too. um, Because you know, I I think that that is a good feeling for someone that is coming in for their once-a-year trip that missed the Moonlight Magic dates, you know, that just doesn't align with their travel plans. But maybe there's some sprinkling of extra, you know, DVC uh, member benefits that that come mm-hmm. about. So it is very cool to see a lot of these benefits coming back um, and sort of being uh, added back into everything. So um, definitely uh, just another thing we wanted to, to mention here. Uh, Last but not least, uh, coming up here, probably the the, uh, first or second week of December, uh, we will have the point charts uh, for 2024 rolling out uh, for Disney Vacation Club. So those always come out ahead of that 11 month window that begins to open up. That'll open up in February. So normally they give us about two months to complain about the point charts, (laughs) um, uh, protest with pitchforks and all of that kind of fun stuff.
1: I don't, yeah, they weren't bad last time. I think that so so they've been like kind of changing the seasons up a little bit and I feel like they're like gradually um adding more points to the more popular seasons fall and like winter. fall and yeah and 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 kind of taking away points from some yeah. of the the seasons that aren't quite as you know as popular like summer um to kind of even even it out and and even make availability better right because everyone wants to travel in the fall everyone wants to travel you know around the holidays yeah. and then you have that coupled with the cheapest nights you know per point nights um it just it's just a recipe for a lot of people not getting what they want so if we can even those out i honestly i hope that they continue to even them out a little bit more um so that you know we we can kind of spread out the availability a little bit more
0: yep so it'll be interesting to see what happens with those and we'll definitely be sure to uh, talk about all of that on an upcoming show but I think that's all the news and events we really have at the moment. Uh, So that'll do it for this week's episode of the DVC show. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, as always, please like this video if you enjoyed the content and subscribe to our channel for all kinds of fun Disney Vacation Club stuff. We've got some stays coming up here later this month. Uh, We're going to Old Key West. So we're going to take you with us and uh, show you a studio uh, at Old Key West. That'll be our first time staying in a studio there. So we've got a lot of exciting things coming up uh, in in the future and 2023 is uh, already sort of aligning itself to be a fun year for Disney Vacation Club members.
1: So uh, until next time, we'll see you later.